welcome to the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. I'm Jasmine Haley, healthcare provider turned educator, entrepreneur, and startup strategist. Not too long ago, I was burnt out, overwhelmed, depressed, and full of fear from a toxic work environment. I created my business out of necessity to create a legacy I can be proud of today. It helps me transform the lives of women every single day to pursue their dreams and entrepreneurial goals. I created this podcast to share the empowering stories of entrepreneurial women, help you break through self-doubt to your greatness, and share business strategies to help you create a thriving and profitable business. If you are an emerging entrepreneur or business owner that wants to create the mindset needed to escape burnout, reclaim your personal power, and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams, this podcast is for you. Stay tuned and listen in. Welcome to the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. I am your host, Jasmine Haley, and our guest for this week's episode is Laura Tynan. And she is a founder of lauratynan.com. She is a business coach and mentor on a mission to support ambitious professionals to achieve their big career goals and accelerate in their career or transition out of the corporate world and turn their creative ideas into a successful reality. Laura is an international award-winning speaker and was recognized by the Financial Times as a top 20 future female leader and by Yahoo Finance as a global champion of women in business. Laura spent the last decade building a highly successful international career in finance, advising C-suite clients on high-profile, multi-million dollar deals, but became increasingly frustrated by being the only woman in the room again. Her passion for supporting women and improving gender equality eventually (laughs) became the driving force behind launching her own coaching business. Laura is the creator of the Corporate Breakout Code and host of the podcast by the same name, providing women with the inspiration, support, and strategies to transition out of the corporate world and start a successful business that they are passionate about. Welcome to the show, Laura. Thank you, Jasmine. Really happy to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you and get to hear your story. I know it's going to be phenomenal. First of all, I just want to say a huge congratulations to you starting your uh, podcast and the success you already have already, which is awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I saw that you made, um, I think, a trending list or something like that. And so anybody that's starting a podcast, that is like one of the major things that you definitely want to to reach when you um, first come out. So I, I'm very excited for you. I actually came in behind Tim Ferriss in entrepreneurship, which was just a very surreal moment because I have like his best selling books on my bookshelf. So oh, to be wow. yeah, number four and Tim was at number three in entrepreneurship. That was a bit of a moment. Uh, yes that is fantastic I didn't even know that first of all I love listeners if you have never read the four-hour work week mm-hmm. it will transform how you view um, how you're handling your life in general but just your business too because we yeah. already know we work ourselves to death <laughs> so um, let's get into you Laura though uh, tell us I want to know what led you into your entrepreneurial journey more Give us more of a history of what led you there, because obviously you were very successful in your nine to five, which is probably nine to ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, tell us about that uh, transition for you and what that was like. 
Sure. So I was always very career driven, even as a, a young girl, you know, um, I came from a very um, middle class family back in Ireland. So I grew up in the south of Ireland. Um, and so my parents always wanted us to have what they didn't. You know, they never went to university. So us going through good schooling and, and making it to university and getting that first good job was such a success. And it was a real moment of celebration. Um, you know, and I really continued on that trajectory and coming out of university, you know, even in university, everything I was supporting myself from a financial point of view. So the idea of starting my own business or being an entrepreneur never even crossed my mind, to be honest, Jasmine. I was very, um, had my head down to get the next big job in a big company and have a great role and and set myself up in that term. Um, so, you know, I had been four years into my finance career and I was working in a big, a big four consultancy firm uh, back in Dublin in Ireland. And, you know, I think we have this idea of what our career is going to be. And then we find the reality of it when we start, you know, moving more into it. And I just found myself sitting at my desk one too many times thinking, is this really it? Is this everything I've worked for all those long hours and um, late nights and all the effort I've put in? This this is it. And I just then felt this massive um, sensation of unfulfillment and just kind of a sense of void. So I really began searching for an answer because, you know, on paper, I should have been successful. I should have been happy. I should have, you know, been joyous in this place. This is what I'd worked for for so long. Um, and so by a random mix of events, I uncovered this guy who you may know called Bob Proctor. Um, you know, and at the time, personal development wasn't really even in my world, especially in Ireland. It wasn't something that we spoke about. Um, and I just decided, you know what, I want something really big to change here. So I literally within two weeks had jumped on a plane to Toronto, spent about 75% of my salary. I took out a loan from the bank and decided to go to one of his big intensive events. So there was a very a small group of us there. Um, and I learned firsthand from, you know, who's an incredible leader, an incredible thought leader and teacher in the space of mindset and how our thoughts really control everything about how we can use our mind to create a reality and that anything is possible for us. Um, so really, after coming back from that experience back to Dublin, I had a completely new shift in perspective, a new mindset, and I resigned from my job and thought, you know, I want to I want to do something different here. Although I didn't quite know what that would be. <laughs> you know, sometimes you, you may decide to make a change and you don't really know what that change is going to look like. But, you know, you have something has to change. And um, so I started, you know, burning my bridges in a sense and just making these big decisions, making these big changes. And an incredible opportunity came my way to move to London to work with this team where I would be traveling around the world um, and, and kind of living out the dream that 19-year-old me had envisioned. You know, that excitement of working on big deals, of, you know, advising CEOs of companies, of um, traveling around, staying at the best hotels and all that. Um, so, Jasmine, I had done that for about three years and it was like the next success and it was great. And, and again, a big success on paper and everything I was hoping and working towards. But despite the salary and the travel and the luxuries and all of it, there was still something inside me that wasn't clicking. You know, there was too many days that I was like, mm, I should be really happy here, but I'm not. There's something not right. And um, and really that, again, another change came. It began on a new venture. Uh, kind of to add to that, uh, gender equality was something I was really passionate about having realized how many times I walked into a boardroom as the only woman I was getting so fed up of it and so frustrated I was like how are there not more women here and um, 
so, you know, I had been working with uh, women's organizations, working with leadership to really make a change for women in business. Um, I was, you know, co-chairing one of our women's network. I was mentoring young women and kind of other peers in my industry. And I just had this wake up call one moment when I was about to turn 30 and looking at the next chapter of my life, realizing how do I want that to look? You know, what am I passionate about? What do I really want my life to be about? What kind of legacy do I want to create? How do I want to spend my days? And, you know, after doing a lot of kind of interpersonal work and a lot of kind of self um, evaluation, I realized, you know, this, what I've been doing from the gender equality side, empowering women, that's where my heart lies. That's what I'm passionate about. That's really where I want to play full out and dedicate all my energy, all my time, everything I have to really make a difference. Let's make a real change in our lifetime and not wait 120 years, which the research tells us it will take. <laughs> <laughs> so in a nutshell, that's kind of how I've ended up doing this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really, that made me laugh because I'm telling you, it certainly feels like even if you wait a year, it's 120 years of yeah. waiting, right, to make a decision. Mm -hmm. I think I find, it, I find it very interesting that you mentioned that you went to this almost like transformative event where you invested you know, quite a bit. And yet you still went back into like a corporate world and didn't really venture into the entrepreneurship side. And I love that you share that because I feel that, you know, a lot of people, our listeners are emerging entrepreneurs. They're in that year one through five. They normally beat themselves up. They're like, why haven't I made the change yet? You know, mm -hmm. why haven't I gone forward? Oh, it's too late because I've waited for however long and I've gone here and I've gone here and I've taken this course and I've taken that course and I still haven't started that business. And what I really love is that you shared the mindset shift that that um, you went through because of that event, but it still took you some time to venture out into entrepreneurship. And I think that's really encouraging to hear, especially for our listeners, because a lot of them deal with, when do I pivot? And is it too late for me to do that? Well, it's never too late, ever. You know, we always have the, the right and the choice to decide again and decide what we want our life to look like. You know, for me at that point in my life, there were things I thought I might like to do. Like I looked at network marketing for a while and it, it wasn't really a model that worked for me as much. Um, and so I looked at different things, but there was nothing that really felt like this is where I want to give my full effort to. And the opportunity to move to London was everything I had ever dreamed of. It was what I thought finance would be. Um, and it was a very exciting career. But, you know, the higher up I got in the firm and the closer I began to work with our global leadership, it was just the more I realized this isn't the world for me anymore. You know, maybe it was for me four years ago, but where I am today in my life, um, it, it just wasn't or the right fit anymore. And um, so, you know, the entrepreneurial journey can begin at any stage. Um, and I think that's important to remember as well, because I never started out thinking I would have my own business. Uh, but it was this passion and this desire to create a change led me there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you have to be also be in a place where you are still enough to listen to that inkling, you know, because if you're busy, 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 busy all over the place, you can miss that that calling that you have. I think it's I think yeah. it's so powerful that you were able to still hear that. And I have met so many people. There's a book. I don't know if you ever read this book. It's from um I think she's from Australia. 
Um, her name is Bronnie Ware. She wrote about the top five regrets of those dying. Uh, yeah, I've heard um, of it. And it was a very, very good book. Um, a little slow starting off, but it was like, okay. So it was talking about some of the work that she did in long-term hospice care. And I often, you know, tell my clients and the people I talk with, and and the reason why I made the change in my life um, is that you don't want to get to a place five, 10 years from now and regret not even taking that one small chance to to make that change, especially if it keeps coming up. If that whisper yeah. keeps coming up, mm-hmm. you know, you got to listen to those, you know, and I think it's something important for us to remember, like, you know, life. OK, it's the longest thing we'll ever do, but it's also short. And, you know, if there's something that you're really passionate about, if there's something that you really desire to do in life and um, if that's a business, then why not? Why not at least give yourself the chance of trying that? And um, your worst case scenario is you may end up back where you began. But a look at the mental experience you've had, the learning lessons, the growth, everything. And you won't ever end up back where you are. You're going to end up miles ahead. But at least you'll never have a regret for not at least giving yourself the chance to try. You know, I think it's so important to remember. And I love that you say these whispers that come up because, you know, meditation and, and mindfulness and, and personal development practices they are so uh, critical to everything I do. Even when I'm working with my clients, it's such a big part of it. Yes, there's strategy, but strategy alone is never enough the personal development the mindset work is so so key and you know if that whisper comes up there's some calling within you you have to listen because I love what Marie Forleo says she said there's no extra people on the planet we are all here for a reason and if you know if you have a desire to do something and I have a desire to do something very different there's a reason for that we have different gifts and talents that we need to bring into this world and it's our responsibility to really to hear that and actually go and pursue them yes I was trying not to do be too loud because normally I'm like, yes, girl, yes. <laughs> I love that. Like, I cannot tell the listeners enough that the foundation for a successful business is that inner work. Mm. I just, I feel, and I spend yeah. so much time talking about that. I spend so much time talking about fear. I spend so much time talking about being burnt out, being overwhelmed. Because once you get over that, like once you have that shift and even then it's not like you completely get over it because I feel like there's certain levels. Like even though I've been in business for a couple of years and I'm in this huge transition of my business going outside of dentistry, moving into a different industry, those mindset things that I dealt with, like at the very first year of having a business Mm -hmm. are starting to creep in again. But it's like you can't you. You will not have longevity in entrepreneurship unless you do that work. A hundred percent. And it's so interesting, especially, you know, I work predominantly with corporate women and we've been conditioned in this very male environment, which is very masculine, energy driven, right? Um, To have strategy and you need to have plan and process and everything. And yes, there is an absolute time and place for that. But we also need to embrace the feminine energy, that feminine side uh, of our being. And realize like that inner work, the ability to listen and be guided by your intuition um, is so important. You know, it's not lesser than the best strategy or it's not lesser than an MBA. And I've met with so many women who have, you know, the biggest accolades and the biggest qualifications of everything. And they said, what made my business a success was when I started to invest in myself. It has to be where your investment lies at the beginning. Yeah. And throughout, actually. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes. Every year I have committed to joining a large program, whatever that is, like Mm -hmm. invest in something. So whether it's Marie Folio's program or um, Jessica Rodriguez, who I've worked with um, last year for quite some time, I'm always trying to get to that next level because I already know that I can't do this entrepreneurship journey on my own. Like we just can't. No, it's impossible. Um, you know, you might be in your business on your own, but to think that you can get there on your own to that level of success that you desire, um, it's it's very challenging. And, you know, for me, continuously investing in my own personal development and hiring other coaches to support me, you know, to see where are my blocks? What am I not seeing right now? Um, how am I holding myself back that I don't even realize? Um, it's so incredibly important that we're constantly pushing ourselves forward. And you know, as a coach to so many women, I'm such an advocate of coaching that I also love working with my own coach, right? It's, it's all goes 360. And so yeah, absolutely agree. Yeah. So I'm curious for the corporate woman, um, why, why are there women that are interested in breaking out? Like what's their drive for that? And Um, why is that your niche? Other than you, you know, going, go through it yourself. But I'm curious to know that because I don't know that many corporate women, um, I'm coming from a healthcare field. Mm-hmm. And so I want to know, you know, what are some of the the reasons why that they're venturing out and breaking out? So the women that come to me, you know, including so many others have incredible talents and gifts and creativity that they want to express and these big ideas that they would love to turn into a reality um, but they have this misbelief or this fear that it's not possible for them they might look at people on social media and think oh well they were lucky and they made it happen but that's not possible for me and you know often we can uh, lie to ourselves and think that we're happy because we have a good salary we work at a good firm and things are good but if we're honest with ourselves we all know that good isn't really ever good enough and that this uh, question comes up time and time again which is where I was at maybe you know seven years ago of is this really it you know and I've met so many women who find themselves sitting at their desks feeling unfulfilled feeling like they're stuck in a box they're being told who they are what they can be you know their ability to really grow and accelerate has been capped or limited Um, and they want more expression they want freedom they want freedom of expression of time of financial wealth and abundance you know they're spending 80 percent of their time of their week working for someone else and they don't even have control over their own financial freedom and it's unlikely that they ever really get there given the way uh, salary structures work and the way bonuses are capped and it's incredibly hard and you know working within those male dominated uh, environments can be quite um, toxic as well you know because we lose touch with our feminine side and we believe that to be successful we need to just live in a masculine that's incredibly unhealthy and you know not just for you know, ourselves as being, but like for our health, for relationships, it has such an impact on so many other parts of our life. And um, so women feel that, but they don't always know what to call it. They don't know how to label it, but they know something's not right and they want the change to happen. So I really work with them to support them in having the confidence, the self-belief, the awareness, helping them clarify their ideas. What does that look like? And helping them understand what kind of business is possible for them and really take them on that journey. So like, as you can imagine, mindset and personal development is a massive part of that. Um, and then obviously providing them with the strategies to start that business. And how do you make 
that's transition out of a corporate world, which can feel safe and secure, although I would massively question that um, because often it isn't. <laughs> that's true. It's a false sense of security. Yes. Um, yeah, and, and start something that many would perceive as risky, but at least you're doing something that you're excited by and you're passionate about. Yeah, so, so similar feelings. I feel like you were talking about me. I'm like, what? Who's she? She's yeah. About <laughs> I think, you know, any of us have gone through this journey, we obviously all hit the same point at one point, you know, yeah. that wanting more for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like most entrepreneurs think that. They want to have a greater impact. And I know that for me, um, one of the first books I read when I was going through my, um, I would say, awakening, um, because I was in a really bad place emotionally, and I was in a very toxic work environment. I mean, extremely toxic. And the book that I read um, was by Brenda Burchard. It was called Motivation Manifesto. And it sounds a little crazy, <laughs> the title of it, but it came with a 10-week course. It was my first personal development course ever. And it was the first time that I heard personal freedom and professional freedom. Like I had never heard mm-hmm. of that. I didn't even think it was possible. But I feel like that woman inside of me was like caged and mm-hmm. I was just screaming to come out. And because I was in a place where um, I felt like I attracted certain type of personalities that were either narcissistic or personalities that were not going to to benefit me in any shape or form, but just oppress me, I was finding ways to, to cage myself even further in personal relationships, my work relationships. I mean, everything. Mm-hmm. Great husband and kids, but everything else in my life was like terrible. Okay. So I find that it's, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but (laughs) no, but it's a great point though, because that that sense of being trapped and not able to be free to express who you truly are is a very real challenge that so many women and perhaps men also face, you know, because you're in an environment where you may have to dress a certain way or behave a certain way to accelerate to get to the top and it's not natural to us and we all seek our highest form of expression and you know since stepping out of that world and and really having the power and freedom to create a business that I love helping women around the world and doing something that I know truly is my mission in life like I feel like I've stepped into my most truest self that I've ever had which is so liberating I love that you said that, Laura. This is this is getting deep. So I, I mean, (laughs) this is this is, but it needs to be. This is a good conversation, Um, because we as women, we have masks. We have to. Mm. Like you're worried about whether, regardless of where you are, I'm getting too emotional, right? Or for me, I have dealt with depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Don't show my vulnerability or weakness because who ever who in their right mind will ever want to have me as uh, an employee or to have me as their coach, whatever the case may be. And then there's another layer of that, too, with me as a woman of color. There's another mask and a layer that I have to f- worry and navigate with when I feel mm-hmm. like, oh, do I really fit here? And I feel that, you know if 
we don't talk about that. I love the fact that you mentioned that the mask that we have to put on, mm-hmm. um, how that could affect our creativity, how it can affect our ability to really thrive personally, professionally, yeah. and really getting down to the to um, these the ugly parts of of us that kind of hinder us from living a thriving personal professional life. A hundred percent, and honestly, starting your own business is like the most intense personal development course I've ever been on because anything that you're not owning up to, anything that you're not being honest about with yourself, it comes up in your business because there's going to be a block, you know, in terms of maybe attracting the right clients or financially or something's not in place, something's not flowing right. And it's something internal that you need to address that you're shying away from. So it really forces you to look at the areas that I found, you know, even working in corporate, were easier to hide from because you have your title, you have your salary, you come to work, you do what's needed, and then you can go out and you can network with people in the evening and you kind of repeat that again and again. You don't have this time to really go, this is my business. This is a complete reflection of everything I am, everything I do, everything I'm becoming. If there's a challenge in my business, it's because there's a challenge internally. So, you know, really starting your business, it's this, it's this whole journey. It's not just, you know, registering your company and then having a website and saying, okay, go. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's so much more behind it, which is also the part I love working with clients on because I know that's the exciting part, the growth and, you know, the exploration. And that's where new ideas come from and the passion can be really ignited to another level. Um, but it, it's a journey. And, you know, starting your own business is no joke. And, and, it's not easy, but it is so worth it. So worth it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, going back to your journey, um, Laura, when you were, when you finally decided to get to that place of, of starting your business, how did you make that transition? Did you go all in? Because I was one of those people that just went all in, right? I don't <laughs> recommend that. <laughs> I say plan and take a little, you know, take your time. <laughs> But what was that like for you? It has not hilarious that you say this because every like female entrepreneur I speak to goes, well, I went all in, but I would definitely advise other people not to. Right? And that's exactly what I say as well. I'm like, <laughs> I went all in. I, I, the moment I said, this is, I'm, I'm done. I was corporate. I want to start my own business. Pretty much, pretty much within days of deciding that, I went and handed in my resignation and I was gone within three months once I had served out my time. Girl. And, that was it (laughs) so but also I wouldn't necessarily recommend that and you know depending where you are in your career and where you are in your life and and what's what feels right for you you know you can just as easily invest in your side hustle for now you know can we get client validation can you see if this is a real business concept is there demand for it and can you get financially into a stable place you can support yourself in the early months where you're still learning and testing things out. Um, so there's a bit more of a strategic uh, thought out process that I would definitely take a client through um, to, to help her better prepare for that transition. But equally, you know, there's also women like us who are like, I'm ready, let's just go. And they right. just take that step and, you know, go head first into it. And obviously, you know, it can work too, but it very much depends on the individual for sure. Absolutely. Because as Laura has said, it is no joke. And Mm -hmm. I would say that 
I have grown in leaps and bounds by starting a business. And I'm so thankful for that. But I also realized too, like before I started my business, I was in a position where I didn't want to always speak my mind. I was kind of scared. Now I feel like I'm a little too strong. (laughs) (laughs) Is that possible? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, because right now I've actually, I moved further south in the U.S., and mm-hmm. Southern people are not as, um, they're slower paced. They are more like friendly and you can't come on too strong for them. So <laughs> I've, I realized I was like, wow, I've, I've changed quite a bit. I've got to learn how yeah. to kind of um, pivot a little bit here for them. Yes, absolutely. 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 All right. So when you want my, one of the last questions I want to ask about your um, journey, Laura, especially since you've, you've gone such a great um, community, what would you say was one of the keys for you to be able to grow your community, especially going from one industry and in corporate industry and now into the business world? Um, mm-hmm. What was that like for you, that transition and how were you able to do that? Um, so I suppose in terms of community, if we look first to kind of um, clients and the women I would support, I think for anyone looking to start a business, the first step always needs to be really understanding who is your client, who is that ideal client for you. And, you know, if you've done a Marie Forleo, of course, you, you and I both know that this is such a crucial first step, right? Um, but really getting into their head and understanding how can you best serve them? So everything you do, it needs to be very focused on that individual and how you can turn up to help address their needs, their challenges, be quite specific around that. Um, In terms of building a broader community, you know, I feel very lucky to say that the women in my life are all empowered females. They are supportive and there's a real sense of sisterhood. Um, You know, I think when you grow, when you want to move anything to the next level, inevitably there's going to be some people that exit your life also, and that's okay. But I'm always very conscious of who I also allow into my life because the energy and that dynamic has such a massive impact on us. So I've been lucky in that sense to be able to grow that community. Um, But it's also by coming from a genuine place. You know, I know there is a strange dynamic in the world where gender equality, female empowerment have become almost buzzwords. And so there may be people in that space that are there for the wrong reasons or for reasons that are more self-centered, or they're out for themselves in a, in a more sense like that. Um, but for me, you know, empowering women, helping them to really kind of unleash their greatest potential and achieve their greatest success, that is the core of who I am. It's everything I do, you know, from the charities I get involved with to where I put my money and to the work I do, to leaving behind a very successful corporate career to, to go full in and actually want to help women. And so I live and breathe this. And I think, as women, we know that we can feel that in someone. So that's who you attract. And so the women I'm with equally love that. That's what they do. That's how they live their life. And so it's, it really allowed me to connect with the right type of people. It's almost like relationships. To, to I meet the ideal person, you first have to be the person that would meet them. You know, so it's the same with friendships as well. You can get back what you are. Yeah, yeah. You are so heart-centered. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I love the fact that you are because it helps 
especially the listeners, the entrepreneurs out there that feel like, oh, I'm too soft. I care too much. No, you can be successful and care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so and I, I love think that. even more so, you know, I, I spent 10 years living in a very masculine world. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can walk into a boardroom and I can be strategic and I can be, you know, able to influence and impact very much older CEOs of international companies. So you can have that but you can also live in your feminine space and allow yourself to make decisions that you feel are guided by your intuition and be a heart-centered person and, you know, put love out into the world. Like they're not either, or you can have both sides to your personality and still be successful and happy and, you know, have these fulfilling relationships doing, you know, having it, growing a business that you love. And I, I truly believe that we have so many different facets of ourselves, like knowing which one to bring when, but embracing all of it. Yeah, you you're so sweet. You're wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. And listeners, listen, she is incredibly sweet, even in her DMs. Okay. (laughs) 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 Okay. um, This is the last question for you, Laura. Okay, go for it. Um, If we were to go back to the very first day or week of you being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. What is the one word of advice you would give yourself? Um, you know, I think actually knowing why you want to do something. Um, and I say that because I had started some small businesses prior and they never went anywhere because I didn't know why I was doing it. I was just trying things. I thought, oh, this might be an idea. I'll try it out. I never really got clear on why is this a must for me? Why is this so important? Why am I willing to put everything on the line and risk everything for this? Um, but with this business, I knew very clearly why. And so even when you face challenges and hurdles and setbacks, there has never been a doubt in my mind of turning back and going back to corporate or going back to my job that I could. I've always been so clear that this is the only way. Success is a must. And I have a mission in life to really serve uh, women in my own unique way in however they need it and however I can provide that to them and really help them, as I said, break out and achieve their highest level of success and fulfillment and how that looks for them. I am very clear on my why now and it has made the world a difference to my business and to my ability to continue forward. And, you know, persistence is key. You know that as well. We all need to persist if anything is going to be successful. But I would say have a very clear understanding of why you are starting your business, why this is the business for you and why you will persist when the challenges come because they will. It's inevitable. It's part of your success journey. It doesn't mean you're fading. It doesn't mean you have a setback and you should turn back. It means that you need to keep going. This is just another little test along the way. It's like the universe checking in. Are you really committed? Do you really want this? And if you do, you keep going. The success is inevitable. Oh, wonderful. I love that. I love it. All right, please tell the listeners where they can find you, where they can find your podcasts and all Amazing. that good stuff. Yes, thank you, Jasmine. Um, so my website is lauratynan.com, which is my name. Um, I'm on Instagram. I am Laura Tynan and uh, LinkedIn and Facebook as well. So they're the, probably the best places to connect. And my podcast is on Spotify, Stitcher and um, Apple Podcasts. So yeah, it's called the Corporate Breakout Code Podcast, just by the way. <laughs> Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was so great having you. Amazing, Jasmine. Thank you so much. This has been such a lovely conversation with you. Yes, I've enjoyed it as well. Amazing. Thank you. 
Thanks for tuning in to the show. Dive in deeper by visiting the show notes for this episode or listening to more episodes on jasminehaley.com. If you found value in the show, share with a friend or leave us a review. I'll see you next time.